0: Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on navigating chaos and sharing stories, inspiring stories of those who won in adversity. And We've covered a gamut of different individuals who were able to do this of all backgrounds, ethnicities, nations, and circumstances. And if you've missed any of it, I would encourage you to go back and listen because we're not only sharing on stories of people who have done this and stood through it all, but also tips and ideas on how to overcome adversity in your life. So it has been a powerful series. Let's jump into the next one. In this particular one, I chose because she really faced some incredible adversarial situations and circumstances, even though her pursuit and passion was to do what was right, even if it meant execution. Edith was born in Swardenston near Norwich, And uh, she ended up being trained to be a nurse at the London Hospital. And in 1907, she was recruited to be the matron of a new nursing school in Brussels. She grew to be uh, quite well respected and had prestige in the nursing industry, which began with Florence Nightingale during the Crimean War. In 1910, she became one one of the first nursing journals, which documented good nursing practice and basic standards, which led her to becoming a teacher of nurses. So she really was well-known for her contributions to nursing. Well, in 1914, the First World War broke out, and at the time she was in England, but moved back to Belgium to her hospital, which was later taken over by the Red Cross. And as a part of the German uh, Schlieffen I think I'm saying that right. The Germans invaded Belgium in, in late 1914. So Brussels was under a very strict German military occupation, and many of the British soldiers had been left behind the withdrawal of the Allied forces and were stuck in Brussels, while Miss Cavell decided to aid the British servicemen, hiding them in the hospital and safe houses around Belgium. From these safe houses, some 200 British servicemen were able to escape to neutral Holland. At the same time, she continued to act as a nurse and treated wounded soldiers from both the German and Allied side. The occupying German army threatened strict punishments for anyone who was found to be aiding and abetting the enemy yet. Despite the military rule, Ms. Cavell continued to help. She stated, "...nothing but physical impossibility, lack of space and money, would make my close, or would make me close my doors to Allied refugees." So, in mid-1915, she came under suspicion for helping Allied servicemen to escape, and this was not helped by her outspoken views on her perceived injustice of the occupation. In August 1915, she was arrested and held in St. Gillis prison. After her arrest, she didn't try to defend herself, but only said in her defense that she felt compelled to help the people in need. After a short trial, the German military tribunal found her guilty of treason and sentenced her to execution. This surprised many observers as it seemed awfully harsh, given that she was honest and the fact that she'd saved many lives, both Allied and German. So what happened was uh, she ended up being um, uh, prosecuted um, to to the nth degree, unfortunately, and um, and the the Protestants of the Spanish and American embassies um, basically Count Horek, dismissed the pleas, saying that he would rather see Miss Cavell shot than have harm come to one of the humblest German soldiers. And his only regret was that they had not three or four old English women to shoot. Well, that's pretty cold, right? And here she was, still standing in in this this uh, resolve to help other people and to stay committed to her values. For two weeks uh, prior to her execution, Miss Cavell was kept in solitary confinement, except for a few brief visits. And on the night before her execution, she was visited by the Reverend Sterling Gahan, an Anglican chaplain. He recorded her final final conversation. He, he records that Miss Cavell said, "Patriotism is not enough. I must have no hatred or bitterness to anyone." Wow. She also was recorded as having said, "I have seen death." So often that it is not strange or fearful to me. And on her last night, she wrote her fellow nurses saying, I have told you that devotion will give you real happiness. And the thought that you have done before God and yourselves, the whole duty and with a good heart will be your greatest support in the hardest moments of life and in the face of death. Some very powerful words. The following morning, she was executed with the other Belgians convicted on similar charges. And there are conflicting reports of her execution, but, in one report, a German soldier is is said to have refused to execute her and was shot by his commanding officer. However, this account was refuted. Um, Who knows whether it was true or not. And in some misleading Allied propaganda, Edith Cavell was reported to having fainted with fear and refused to wear a blindfold, at which she was shot in the head. So, you know, all, all these rumors are floating around, but the moral of the story here is that this woman was willing to stand against all odds to, for her principles, for the value that she felt she was as a human being to help other people. And she didn't care what it took to do it. And she went to great lengths to stand for what she believed in, but she also refused to become bitter and filled with hatred. And she stood with her patriotism. Now, what if we had more people in the world that would make that kind of stance? This is powerful stuff. So here is the tip that I have for you. Refuse to give up. To overcome a crisis, you need to fully commit to finding a way forward. You must approach the problem determined and motivated. This will create a mindset where you look at adversity as something to be overcome and solved, not passively accepted. Sometimes dilemmas and obstacles are a chance to create alternative paths, to dream bigger, to push forward, and to take even larger leaps. But whatever you do, you can't give up. Uh, Michael Jordan has famously said, and he's of course a basketball star in the United States, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I have lost almost 300 games. On 26 occasions, I've been entrusted to take the game-winning shot, and I missed I have failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. If you refuse to give up, you will always go further than you expected. Well, I hope this has been inspirational and encouraging to you. And believe in yourself. Stand for what you what you know is true and good and right. Don't allow bitterness to, to swallow you up and decide to push forward no matter the cost. This is Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness through routine, encouraging you to keep reaching higher. Join us tomorrow on the podcast. Thank you.